0: what's going on y'all welcome to the i get to choose podcast i am your host tammy and this podcast is all about owning our choices taking responsibility for our lives and becoming our own freaking badass thank you so much for showing up here today and for tuning in just know that i love you you are enough and y'all let's go do this All right, y'all, welcome back to another episode on the I Get to Choose podcast. Today, I want to just do a quick little podcast about five tips to improve your life. And these are five tips that I have through the years compiled that have worked the best for me of all the, you know, changes I've tried to do with my mindset and how I've tried to just reprogram my brain about the way I think about things, about the way I do things, about the way I view life, my gratitude, like all the things. When I really when it all boils down to for me, I feel like there are five things that have been critical for me to improve my own life, for me to continue to get better, to continue to feel better. Y'all, I am all about feeling, okay? Like I I'm one of those people who my life thrives when I'm feeling good. And I know that that's like, okay, obviously everybody, when they feel better, they're doing better, right? But at the end of the day, for me, like I'm one of those people who, things can be going really well, but if I don't feel it in here and I feel like crap and I am not like don't have the clarity that I need, then everything's gonna just fall. All the cookies are gonna crumble and nothing is gonna come together and it's all just going to be just a mess. So these are the five things that in the past, probably, I don't know, I guess like eight or so years of me doing a lot of deep work And when I say eight or so years, like y'all, I'm in my 30s. But it took me a really, really, really long time to realize that I had a lot of deep work that I needed to do within myself. I had a lot of problems that I had created and things that I needed to work on that I wasn't willing to admit. It took me a long time to finally come to brass tacks with the fact that, These were things that I needed to work on. These were places in my life that I needed to heal. These were things that I could control, but I wasn't controlling because I had let them get so far out of control that I really believed that it was somebody else's fault. Maybe it was the way it was brought up. Maybe it was just the cards I was dealt. Maybe it was just the fact that I'm just not X, Y, and Z for whatever reason, but no. It was just programming that I had to, I had to reprogram. I had to unlearn a bunch of shit. So... Just to get right into it, the number one thing, and this may surprise some of you, but for me the number one thing that has helped me improve my life is I stopped comparing myself to other people. And this one is huge for this day and age that we live in because of social media. Social media is so, so easy for us to, you know, open Facebook or open Instagram or whatever you're, you know... The content you're viewing is whatever platform you're using and see what everyone else is doing and immediately get into this way of like oh, she's doing so much better than me or god I feel like she just has it all together and oh man her, her life just seems so amazing compared to mine and I'll never have this and I'll never have that and I'll never have that body and my house will never be that big and god her cars are so nice and it just seems like she's got it all figured out but you know we all know that social media is that highlight reel. Nobody really is out there showing you the nitty-gritty nasty stuff in their life unless you're like following one of those people who's like an overshare and you're like okay that was a little too much. But at the end of the day most people aren't willing to admit their flaws. Most people don't want to you know turn on their camera and show you the behind the scenes shit going on at their house and how things are really rough and they're not so simple and the cars in the driveway are really nice but maybe the love in the home is just not really there. This isn't me like totally going against me. I'm not bashing anybody y'all because that's not what what I do. But what I'm saying is, when we start comparing ourselves to other people, y'all, we rob ourselves of so much joy. We rob ourselves of this beautiful person that's already inside of us, all the joy we have, all the happiness. It's just we eliminate that when we look at someone else's life and compare ourselves. Oh, well, my job is crap. I only make this much a year and she's making this. And, you know, her kids are doing all these beautiful things with their life. Or, you know, this guy just seems like, you know, he can do all the things and he's got the greatest body and, you know, the greatest mindset. But really, when we start comparing ourselves to other people, y'all, we just get ourselves in such a bad place. And I say we, because this has been like the thief of joy for me. When I was in Probably like one of my lowest, lowest places. I realized that every time I opened up social media, the first thing I would do was compare myself to someone's picture. The first thing I would do was compare myself to the way someone's life looked compared to mine. Or I would compare myself to their situation versus my situation and you all know that nobody knows your story like you do like nobody can own the shit out of the shit you've been through like nobody knows how deep 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 you've been in the underwater sometimes but you've gotten yourself out and you've come out on top and you've allowed yourself to get into a better place to do the better thing to do the hard work to be the badass that you are today nobody can really understand that but you but for whatever reason we decide that we're still going to compare ourselves to joe down the street or to Susan next door or to someone online that we've never even met that lives in a country that has nothing to do with what we have going on here in ours but we still feel the need to compare ourselves to them so without going into too much of a rant on that one because this one's huge for me because I spent a lot of years being unhappy because every time I felt like I got something I wanted in my life I would immediately look at someone else's life and be like yeah but I'm not there yet or I don't have that and I just feel so bad for myself don't do that it's bullshit it is making you feel like crap because the thing is is I call it the hamster wheel I've got this hamster wheel that just starts spinning in my head and has all these crazy thoughts and where we have thousands of thoughts a day but at the end of the day it's the ones that we choose to cater to are the ones that are going to start dictating how we act so for me I started believing all these thoughts about like this person's doing so much better than me and I'll never have this and I'll never have that so it just started making me feel like well, why do I even get up out of bed every day why do I even care about being a good mom or being a good wife or being good at my job or being good at anything I do because I don't have any of those things so why does it matter it matters because you matter bottom line you matter you're amazing you're a badass but we have to stop comparing ourselves to someone else because you know I know y'all have heard this before but we can't compare the middle of our story to the end of someone else's or our chapter two to someone else's chapter 27 we don't know where they've been we don't know how far they've come but at the end of the day it's so easy to look at someone be like oh must be nice that's like my fit like my least favorite like phrase in like the history of time i feel like besides just like bs excuses is, is it must be nice because i felt like i said this for so many years but really i didn't know what was going on in this person's life but it was so quick for me to be like oh it must be nice to have that or it must be nice to not have to work weekends or it must be nice to have all the freaking things and that, 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 that y'all it's crap it's bs and it's a negative negative phrase to say because yeah it must be nice but you never know what they had to go through to get there and for me i I just want everybody to win so I'm grateful as shit that I'm where I'm at in my life and I'm happy to see Susan do so well in her life or Mike excel in his life like I want everybody to win but when I start comparing myself to anyone but who I was yesterday y'all I'm zapped my energy is gone I kill my own vibe every single time so stop killing your vibe by comparing yourself to other people it's not worth it it's not going to make you feel better it's just going to make you feel worse Number two, move your body. Moving your body doesn't mean you have to get in um, a three-mile run every day. It doesn't have to mean that you love cardio. It doesn't have to mean that you love or hate going to the gym. It does not mean that you have to do a Zumba class. It means move your body more in a day than you would based off of your normal Lifestyle, let's say. So, for me, for example, for a lot of years, I worked into a restaurant and I was constantly moving around all day, every day at my job. So, when I got out of my job, the last thing I wanted to do was any extra movement. And I was like, I already, I'm running around on my job all day. I don't need to move. Around. I don't need to go on a walk. I don't need to go on a run. I don't need to exercise. And I already do all that exercise at work. But your body's used to that. And your mind gets in this, your body and mind start getting into this place where you're connected when you're doing what you're doing at work. But anything that you're not doing outside of that, you're stuck. A body in motion stays in motion. So when I finally started using that shit-ass excuse, like losing the shit-ass excuse of like, oh, I weren't around at work all day, so I don't need to do anything extra. Like, I'm totally fit. I got all the things. I don't, no, 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 no. When I started moving my body again, just doing something extra outside of work every day, my mood lifted incredibly. I felt so much better, even if it was just on days where I did a little bit of walking outside of work, or when I started doing some cardio that I hated. And again, I am not a cardio queen. I did cardio for many years because I kind of didn't really know what else to do. That's what I was used to. But at the end of the day, it got me moving my body. It got me to start feeling better because I was doing something. I was pushing myself out of a comfort zone because y'all... Suffering is required for growth. And this isn't kind of suffering like you don't need to go like chop your leg off to, you know, feel like what it feels like to, you know, become a better person for whatever reason you're trying to do or go after something. Suffering is in that place of you need to put yourself through a certain amount of pain every day to grow, to get better, to feel better, to get yourself in a place of stopping stuck and do what you want to do but there's the gap there's that gap I'm always bringing up you guys and it's the gap between the life that you are living and the gap that you want to live and there's a lot of suffering and pain and growth and blood and sweat and tears in that gap but owning that every single day you make yourself your life easier you make things better you grow you flourish you get beautiful I mean, all the things that are required for growth that all happens when you allow yourself to suffer just a little bit and again I'm not saying anything crazy I don't feel like you need to be in the urgent care er every day I'm like well tammy said you got to suffer no, no 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 suffer in a way that pushes you to do better that pushes you to do things that you weren't already doing and moving your body is it y'all moving your body will make you feel better and the thing about moving your body is the more you get yourself in the habit of doing it and pushing yourself to do things you don't want to do. So, you know, when you've got a goal to exercise five days a week and you're like, okay, I'm just going to walk 10 minutes a day. That's going to start building. You're building a beautiful habit and then you're going to keep building on that habit. So let's say you decide that you don't want to walk anymore. Now you're going to try to run. Okay, cool. So now you start running and you're like, hey, I'm going to sign up for this 5k in October. Why not? I don't know. I've been running now. I've am going to start, been walking now. I'm going to start running and now I'm going to go ahead and sign up for a race. And then from there you decide, you know what? I don't really like running. I don't love cardio. So let me actually Actually, I'm gonna get a gym membership and I'm gonna see if I can, you know, look up some YouTube videos online, figure out a little workout I can get for myself based off of what machines I need to use and what I can do with weights or anything. And you start teaching yourself To have the discipline to just go out and do the thing anyway. Even if at the beginning you don't love what you're doing. The more you do it, the more you're going to find something you love. The more you're going to find something that you can still suffer in every day. But you love it and it pushes you to keep doing it the next day. And you just continue to feel better. And you just continue to get better. But you have to force yourself to move your body, y'all. This is like a no-brainer. Move your damn body. Okay, number three respond versus react. I, if you've listened to any of my podcast episodes, you know, I am constantly praising respond, 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 stop reacting. I've been in reaction mode for 33 years. And when I say reaction mode, I mean, you know, like when you're driving down the road and the person in front of you slams on their brakes. So your reaction is to slam on your brakes. We don't have to do that in life with everything though. When something happens, that doesn't go our way or something we don't like or something shitty or the life just is like totally throws these curveballs at you, you respond. You don't have to react. Reaction happens in your feelings. A response happens according to your values. I'm going to say that again. A reaction happens when you're in your feelings. A response happens according to your values. So for example, if you value the fact that you do everything because you want to be a good person and you want to support your family and you want to be the best you can every day and you want to be present and you want to be in this moment and you want to be you want to feel joy every day and you want to let abundance flow in you and flow through you all those things are going to help you respond in a really shitty moment so when you have a doctor's appointment that was supposed to be at 9 30 and you're there and it's now 9 and you still haven't been called back and you're really pissed off and you're starting to like sweat a little bit because you're only supposed to have an hour lunch break and that's what you took to go take this so now you're going to be late and you're freaking out because Cause your boss is going to be pissed off and all the things and then you just want to go up to desk and like totally ream the receptionist because things are taking too long and this is not working for you and all the things because you're pissed or you just decide you know what no problem when I get, I'm get, just going to have to tell my boss that I'm going to be a little bit late. They're going to have to understand because this is my doctor's appointment. I'm taking care of me. I'm doing what I need to do. But I'm not going to go bash some poor little receptions because it's not her fault. She didn't make this happen to you. Y'all know how doctor's offices work. They schedule way too many appointments in like an hour span and decide that somehow they're going to see all 55 of them in 60 minutes and it's not going to freaking happen. So these are the times where you have the ability and you have a choice to make am I going to respond and I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to allow myself to enjoy the fact that hey I'm sitting at the doctor's office for a few more minutes and I'm allowed to be at peace rather than being at work when things are all crazy and my mind is running running and racing I can just be here and maybe pick up a random magazine or decide that you know you want to bring you've got a book that you've been wanting to read and maybe just this is like five minutes away from your kids not screaming at you or whatever it is y'all take the time respond accordingly respond according to that person you want to be and not by that emotion again your emotions are valid your emotions are so freaking valid teach yourself to control them controlling your emotions makes you dangerous okay so again this is where we respond first react life's gonna happen life's gonna suck life will always be happening but you get to decide is life happening for me or is life happening to me because if life is happening to you you're constantly reacting but if life is happening for you Ooh, you're responding all day, every day, and it's a beautiful damn place to be because it's not always going to be pretty. It's not always going to be bright. It's not always going to be sunny. You might have rain for six months, but are you responding by going out and enjoying the fact that you get to dance in the rain? Or are you constantly bitching about the fact that your shoes have to get wet every single time you go outside in the rain? Y'all get to decide, respond, first react all day. Number four, expect less from other people and more from yourself. This is something I have learned. I learned this years ago and I, oh my God, this, this hits home for me because I feel like I do this and then I, I I do this little equation in my head. I'm like, oh yeah, expectation plus observation equals frustration, expectation Plus observation equals frustration. What does that boil down to? Okay, you expect your, um, well, just going to say husband. You expect your husband is going to go do all the chores for you at home. He's going to cook. He's going to clean. He's going to make sure the kids are fed and in bed because you had a late night and you said that you were going to be home late. Whatever happened, life happened. You get home. None of that's done. Kids are screaming. Nobody's had a bath. Nobody's had dinner. You guys are still talking about, do we get pizza? I thought we had something. We pulled chicken out of this freezer. Like, whatever it is, now you're pissed off because you expected your husband was going to do all these things. Didn't do any of them. So, you expected. Now you got home and observed what happened. And now you're fucking pissed. And I totally get this and this makes a ton of sense. But at the end of the day, this is where we have to expect more from ourselves and less from other people. So... This is a caveat, though, because this is one of those things where we have to remind ourselves, are we communicating with the people in our lives about what we want? So it's different when you like literally call your husband and say, listen, I'm going to be an hour late. I've This meeting ran late at work. I need you to pull the chicken out of the freezer. I need you to go ahead and I need you to put it in the oven. I need you to do this. I need you to make sure the kids are fed. I need you to make sure the kids have a bath and I need you to make sure that they're in bed before I get home because I'm going to be that late. And then when you get home and that doesn't happen, that's a whole nother bottle of wax. And that's a whole nother conversation having. have and then your husband is just, like he's in the doghouse. That's on him. He made the wrong choice in that moment. But my thing is, is don't expect people to do stuff if you haven't communicated them what your expectations are for them. Do not expect anything out of people that you're not already expecting from yourself. So for me, like I wake up every single day expecting the world for myself, but I don't expect anybody else to act the way I do because I can't control them. I can't control their reactions. I can't control their responses. I can't control how they view the world. I can only control me. So I can control what I expect out of myself, which is to do better today than I did yesterday, but I can't expect everybody else to wake up with that mindset. I.e. this is why I have a podcast called I Get to Choose because if I expected the world to act the way I do, there would be nothing to talk about. Everybody would be out there doing amazing things and being badasses and doing whatever they wanted and like not listening to anybody out any outside sources, just living their damn lives, not letting anything control them. The noise is off. They're just in peace. They're in clarity. But that's not the way the world works. Stop expecting so much from other people. Just expect it from you. Expect the world from yourself. Get yourself up out of bed every day and do the things you don't feel like doing, but don't expect anybody else to do that. And again, communicate though. Communicate to the people around you how much the things that you want them to do matter. Communicate your feelings. Communicate what your expectations are. But don't expect anything, especially if you're not talking to people. So I feel like expectations and communications, they kind of go on the same line together. My last one, y'all know this. Choose the hard route. Every single time, choose the hard route. So again, when your 4 a.m. alarm goes off and you decide, am I going to sleep in or am I going to get up? Get the fuck up. You know that's the hard route. Train yourself to do it. This is how you build discipline. Whenever you're at lunch and you decide, well, I brought um, a chicken salad and an apple and a granola bar for lunch, but do I really want to just go ahead and get Wendy's instead? No. Eat the lunch that you brought. Again, you got goals. You don't need that shit anyway. The easy route is to just not go in and heat yourself up in the microwave or you, maybe you have to cut up your chicken, God forbid, and put it on your salad and then whatever it is where you could just get the takeout. Don't do it choose the hard route okay when you're in the middle of your workout and you want to quit because everything sucks and you're dying and you feel like you can't go another rep take the hard route do one more rep go five more seconds challenge yourself to do the hard stuff again y'all suffering and pain that's where the growth is the growth happens in those places that are really hard and they're really tough but you do it anyway you push yourself through Another hard route, you're at work and you have a really difficult email that you need to send to your boss or a co-worker and you've read over it 15 times and you've slept on it and you know that this is an email you need to send because you want to ask for the raise or you need to tell your boss what's going on in your heart because whatever, something is not working for you at work, send the damn email. Y'all know it's the hard route, but if it makes you feel better and if it serves you best, you got to do it. And this is what's hard about the hard route though, y'all, is because sometimes we want to we want to put other everybody else's feelings in play like we don't want to upset anybody and we want to please everybody and but I, if i do this and th- no no You have to do what's best for you. You have to do what serves you. You have to do what makes your heart happy, what sets you on fire, what gives you the energy, what gives you the ability to improve and get better. But you got to do the hard shit every day. You have to make the hard decisions. If you're sitting there like, do I go back to school or do I go to a trade school or do I just stay at the shitty job that sucks? Take the hard route. Do the thing that you know you've been wanting to do, but it's the harder one. Do the hard route. I promise you, get yourself in the habit of choosing the hard route. I don't want to brush my teeth twice a day. Trust me, I hate brushing my teeth. That's the hard route for me. Every single day, I brush my teeth in the morning, and I brush my teeth at night, and I've even added flossing. In the last couple years, I decided, you know what? I hate brushing my teeth, but because I hate brushing my teeth, I'm going to start flossing like my dentist tells me to. And I hate the dentist. But at the end of the day, I've now gone several years of taking way better care of my teeth than I did in 30 years. It's the hard route. It makes me feel better, and I don't have to deal with when I do go to the dentist them complaining and bitching to me about how they can tell that I haven't flossed in six years. I don't want to listen to that. Because I know I can do better. That's the thing about the hard route too. Is It's hard because you know that it's the right thing to do. The hard and the right route. Y'all it's going to make your life easier at the end of the day. But you have to be willing to do the hard work now. You have to be willing to get your feet wet now. You have to be willing to get in the fucking ring. Stop sitting on the sidelines. Get in the ring. Do the shit that you know you want to do. The no- The shit that you know is going to make you feel better. It's going to push you to be better. But it's going to take hard work. And it's going to take doing things that are totally outside of your comfort zone. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Start suffering a little more every day and making yourself feel better because you're doing the hard things for you. You're doing the things that are best for you. You're doing what's serving you. And you're not worried about what the world thinks about every single decision that you make because it's on you. You do you. You control you. That's going to conclude my five tips to improve. I hope you guys all enjoyed this episode. I love you all so very much. Please go out, leave me a review. Thank you so much for supporting me along this journey, y'all. I I cannot, from the bottom of my heart, I cannot thank you enough for being here with me, for supporting me, for encouraging me. Every single one of you who listens to this, y'all encourage me to just put out another episode, to put out more content. So thank you. And as always, man, go out there and just absolutely crush this freaking week. I love you guys.